Hey friends, and welcome to episode 131 of It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick, and today's episode is all about being well-rounded. Well, living well-rounded. But what exactly does that mean to be well-rounded? I'm sure that our ideas about being well-rounded or living well-rounded are as diverse and different as we are. Back in high school, I thought being well-rounded meant being involved in as many different clubs as possible, playing as many sports as I could squeeze in, and being in competitions, and just doing as many different things as I possibly could. That idea of being well-rounded continued for me into college, where doing all the things took on a whole new meaning, with part-time jobs and sorority activities, student government, and studying thrown into the mix. Today's guest has a very different idea of what it means to be well-rounded, and I like it a whole lot better than dipping your toes into a little bit of everything and trying to squeeze everything in. Let's paint a picture. It's summer 2021, and I'm in Bermuda Run, North Carolina at Creative at Heart Round 10, a conference for creative entrepreneurs. I'm sitting in a breakout session, and this amazing woman is walking us through a presentation all about well-rounded living. And I am absolutely hooked on every single word she's saying, and all I can think is I have got to connect with this woman and get to know her better. Her name is Jamira Pollard, and in today's conversation, we dive into what it really means to live well-rounded and how it can change your life and even change the world. Jamira works one-on-one with clients to help them implement systems and run profitable businesses without sacrificing their work-life balance in the process. We're definitely kindred spirits, and I loved learning about how she does life and lives well-rounded. So let me tell you all about Jamira. Jamira Pollard is a well-rounded life and biz coach for professionals, creatives, and working parents that aspire to create and live with grace, passion, and purpose. Through her coaching firm, courses, and podcast, Living Well-Rounded, Jamira finds joy as the strategic support and encouragement for entrepreneurs seeking a thriving business and a well-rounded life. As a former wedding planner and designer, she uses her 15 years of experience and formal education to coach clients so they may focus on what matters most. She's a systems and workflows guru, a lover of handbags, and she can't live without dessert. Jamira is married to her high school sweetheart and is the proud mama of her favorite daughter, Peyton, and her favorite son, Jackson. In today's conversation with Jamira, she shares why living well-rounded is the key to doing it all, or your version of doing it all. You'll hear about her top tools for staying organized and well-rounded, and she introduces us to the idea of a well-rounded life liaison. And she shares the secrets for going from hot mess to well-rounded ASAP. As usual, you can find all the details for this episode over in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 131, including her favorite tools and resources for living a well-rounded life. 
And with that, it's about time we get started. So let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. Hi, Jamira, and welcome to It's About Time. I am so excited that you're here to, to chat with me today. How are you? I am doing fantastic. I am so honored to be on your show. You know how much I adore you, your mission, <laughs> all the things. So it is a true honor to be in the guest seat today. We are definitely kindred spirits. Um, so I had the opportunity to be on Jamira's podcast uh, not too long ago. I'll be sure to share a link to that in the show notes. And we just got to dive into just a really great conversation. And I know that we're going to have a lot of fun talking today too. Uh, Jamira and I actually met uh, in the summer of, I guess it was 2021 at Ooh. the Creative at Heart Round 10. Yes, we did. And it was great to spend time with you. Um, it was it was such a great group. So that was an experience that I truly highlight of 2021 for sure yes, with that yes. conference. It definitely was. And I had the opportunity to sit in on your uh, your breakout session about living well-rounded. And I'm really I'm really excited to dig into that topic today because there are a lot of different thoughts and ideas and philosophies and even misconceptions around the idea of living well-rounded. But before we jump into all of that, uh, of course, I shared the official Jamira Pollard bio in the intro, but can you tell us in your own words how you spend your time these days? These days, I am spending my time with my family, like hardcore, spending my time with the people that matter most to me, uh, serving my clients, some that I love, love, love. But I'm just spending my time just embracing being a mom, a wife, a business owner, creative, and just loving and serving others, which is my love language. Oh, yeah, that sounds amazing. So tell me a little bit more about what work looks like for you. Work for me is always evolving and changing, which is fun because it's never stale or boring. So work for me is consulting uh, with other businesses, helping them with their systems and processes and workflows, which then turns into the CEOs being able to live well-rounded. Uh, I work with clients one-on-one -on -one to help them within their businesses and also just moms and people who are just looking for a new pace and getting out of the rat race and all the things. So I work one-on-one -on -one with clients to make sure that they're running a profitable business, but also not sacrificing their sanity in the process. So that's how I'm doing work these days. And then also just updating some of my courses, which are all systems-based, systems in your home, systems in your business, systems, 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 um, <laughs> whatever it takes to get to a point where we all feel like we're just living our best lives and the best versions of ourselves. So that's what work is looking like these days. Yeah, I think that's that sounds like something that I think we all want is to yes. live our <laughs> best lives. And if systems are the way to make it happen, 
I'm, I'm all for that. Tell me a yeah. little bit about the types of business owners that you work with or the types of businesses that typically come to you. So I am a former wedding planner. I was a wedding planner for about 12 years. And so I got to a point where I was feeling called to do something else, but I still was pulled to the industry. So a lot of my clients are people who work in and around the wedding uh, and event space. So I work with wedding planners, photographers, uh, makeup artists, people in that general area. But every now and again, I get some one-off clients. So website designers. And mm -hmm. one of my clients recently was a person, what is it, um, impersonator. So she does, yeah, singing telegrams and she does impersonations. It's just so dope because it's completely different. <laughs> but we all have these businesses that we're running and we all want to make some changes in scale. And so I was honored to work with her. So basically creatives, people who just are given this God-given talent and are ready to uh, just serve others with what they've been given. Oh my gosh, an impersonator. How cool. An impersonator. Uh, well, <laughs> tell, tell me this. Uh, so it sounds like what you do is that you help uh, business owners who are using their creative talents to serve others and you help them do that better and show up as their best selves. How do they feel when they find you, when they start working with you? Honestly, when people commit and they're like, you know what, I'm ready to work with a coach, I'm ready to get that lifeline, it instantly, from what I'm being told from clients, feels like a just sigh of relief, a weight mm -hmm. lifted off their shoulders because they feel supported, they feel like they have someone that's been where they've been, and that can help them as they enter a new season. A lot of my clients may not have children at this point or may not, have, or may not even be married. So they're making space for those things. Mm -hmm. And so they want to make sure that they're getting it right, you know, from the beginning and not struggling, which I think is great. But then I have clients who may have have families and they're ready to scale and they're ready to level up, but they don't want their family to take a hit as a result of their business growth. So when people work with me, it's like, okay, how can we still make this business work that I'm passionate about mm -hmm. and also do it without having my family suffer in the process, not see me in the process and me not being present. And so we we figure it out. We figure out what needs to happen in the business so that the business is just rocking and rolling. But we also figure out how they can still show up mm -hmm. and have everyone around them feel supported, loved and, and all the all the things there. Wow. Uh, and, you know, I think so often we believe this lie that in order to be successful in business or successful in our careers, that our families have to be what falls to the wayside mm -hmm. or that we're not able to spend as much time on our personal lives so that we can go all in on the business side. Um, and, and I hate when people preach that because it's just not true. And you're clearly, clearly proof of that. Mm -hmm. And so tell me a little bit about what the family side looks like for you. So for me, I'm, so I'm married to my high school sweetheart. So this year will be year 14 for us. Oh, wow. And I have a daughter that's 12 and a son that is seven. And so for me, everyone's super busy at this point and we have a lot going on. And as a child who was raised with a single parent, I wanted to make sure that I was able to go to all the events, able to be classroom mom, team mom, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And so because that is something that is important to me, I feel like I'm able to serve other people who may, they may not want to be team mom or soccer mom or any of those things, but 
They still want the luxury of being a business owner mm-hmm. and having the freedom and flexibility. And so I think, you know, when I'm working with other clients, I definitely take my family and how we have everything laid out in hopes of them being able to get to a place where I am, where I do feel like they know when they grow up that their mom was always there. You know, they see me working, they see me helping other people, but they see me as well as they need me. So family-wise, we're super busy. Husband has a demanding job. I'm always, you know, like I said, helping other people, but we make time. We travel a lot. Um, we do all the activities and all the things, but we're, we're, we're a good team. I, yeah. I would definitely say that. Yeah. And, and you live outside of the DC area, right? Yes. I'm in Northern Virginia, born and raised. So, um, we're, I'm in the area that we call the DMV. So mm-hmm. DC, Maryland, Virginia. So I'm about 30, 40 minutes outside of DC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've got the business side where you're serving clients and Mm -hmm. you're helping them to grow their businesses, create systems and processes for sustainable business ownership for the long term, but you're helping them set that up in a way that doesn't require them to sacrifice family life or their personal life. Mm Mm-hmm. So in addition to working one-on-one with clients, you also said that you have courses and other kind of self-study options so that people can learn from you in that way. And you have an amazing podcast. Thank you. And you you speak. You yes. pour into others through speaking and workshops, which I had the the honor to to sit in on at Creative and Heart Round 10. I've got to know. How, like, how do you do all of those things? How do you serve your clients with such, with such success, with such commitment and create the courses and do the podcast and do the speaking and still have that time to have space for your loving on your family and serving in those volunteer roles like class mom, team mom. I love that. How do you do it? Tell us how you do it. Well, first of all, I'm tired thinking of all the things that you say that I do. <laughs> I know, but, it's funny to hear it all laid yeah, out like that. And you're like, oh, yeah. wow, I but, do this you know, you know, the key is I'm not doing all these things at the same time. Mm. And so for me, um, I will only take on a certain number of clients if I know I can serve them well. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking everyone just to take everyone on. I always say all money is not good money because mm. someone will have to take a hit if I'm just taking everybody on at the same time. So I'm very selective when I open up space to serve clients one-on-one. The courses I update, you know, as needed. So that's once it's recorded, we're good to go. So it kind of runs evergreen there. Um, speaking engagements, you know, they come here and there. So that, you know, that's fine podcast I try to batch as much as possible interviews or you know all in the same week so that the season kind of just runs itself on autopilot which I had to learn I'm six seasons in in the beginning it was every day pulling out the mic pulling out the computer typing that that got exhausting so I'm like we have to do this another way and so I'm very intentional about what my service offerings are where I'm showing up and serving but always family first. And Mm -hmm. then I build everything else around what we have going on as a family. A lot of people I have learned in my research and time as a coach, they will build 
the business and they'll make that the core. And then they try to fit everything else around the business where I would, you know, try to do things a different way because I've been there, done that, where it's family. And then mm-hmm. if everything else fits around it, fantastic. Then we're that's a win for me. But mm-hmm. I'm just really in a season of working um, smarter, not harder, yeah. and just figuring out how to batch, outsource, do those things so that I'm not physically in my business every single day. But it may not look like that. Like, it looks like I'm showing up. It looks like I'm everywhere. But I'm really not. It's just more of me blocking off time to really hone in when I need to and then setting things on autopilot. So that's how things are getting done. And mm-hmm. just again, not all at the same time, for sure. Uh-huh. And thank you so much for sharing that because I think that so often we see, you know, people talk about the highlight reel on Instagram or even over on LinkedIn, people mm-hmm. posting about all of the things that they're doing. And we begin to have this, uh, this, false picture of how someone is spending their time because we start to make assumptions and we think, oh, well, she's doing, she's doing this. She's, she's got all these clients and she's doing all of this speaking travel. Um, Mm -hmm. She must not have any time for her family or, you know, people start to think these things, but then when you really dig in beneath the surface and what you said about how I do a lot of things, but I don't do them all at the same time. Right. You've started with family first and you have decided what enough looks like in your business Mm -hmm. so that you can keep that family first. I think that's such an important message for anyone who currently has a business or is thinking about starting one to remember that you don't have to do it the way that the world tells you to business, business, business. You can have family first and build a business around that. Absolutely. And I think I just always try to remind my clients that if you do run a business that you are in a very blessed position that you get to be the boss, you get Mm -hmm. to make the rules, you can make the changes as Mm -hmm. needed. And if things aren't working right now, you can change it tomorrow. You can change it in the next hour. You are in control. So it's super important to remember that if it doesn't feel good, it feels icky, it doesn't feel intentional or in alignment in this season, it's okay to shift gears and pivot if it means that everyone around you that matters most to you is taken care of. Yeah, absolutely. It's knowing where your priorities truly lie mm-hmm. and identifying that and getting crystal clear on that before you start building or at least get then getting back to basics if you've already built. Exactly. Wow. So tell me a little bit about your go-to tools or programs that you use to stay organized. Do you have any maybe routines that that help you keep everything on track cuz you said you've got two kids you've got a lot going on how do you how do you keep track of everything well oh, a good question there um <laughs> first of all so back in the day i used to be a paper a calendar planner girl mm-hmm. i am now a google calendar girl where everything is color coordinated because life is so fast paced that mm-hmm. i'm constantly if we get an email i'm like putting it on my husband's calendar. My daughter now with a cell phone at 12, she's getting meeting invites or calendar invites to remind her of, hey, you got a test. I so love that. Me, yeah. So for me, you know, she's in purple, my son's in blue, my husband's. In, so that's how I can take a quick glance to know what is going on for each person. And then the same thing for my business. Um, you know, I have a business email and business email account, but at quick glance on my phone, 
I can see what we have going on because both of the worlds, they coincide. So I need to know if I have a business thing with a client that I cannot necessarily do a house thing or home thing. So it needs to be in sync there. So Google Calendar is my go-to. I do not know what I would do without it at this point. Um, to keep everything together client-wise, I use Dubsado. That's my mm-hmm. CRM of choice. Uh, a lot of my clients use HoneyBook as well, which is great. And so between the two of those, they have, they've been really helpful in mm-hmm. managing things there. And then one of the things that I do is not necessarily a software, but more of like a resource. And that is uh, what I call the weekly reset. And you and I oh. talked about it on our uh, other conversation And it's basically for us, it's a dedicated checklist routine every week to set our intentions for the week, to just have a fresh start going into a week. And so that is how I stay in alignment with what we have going on so that I can work smarter than at the before we even jump into the week. So weekly reset is something that I do where I make sure that we have all of our meals planned. The kids have their uniforms picked out for the week ahead. My husband and I look at our calendar and schedule to, to to determine if who needs to pick up which kid and when, and so many other elements go into our weekly reset. Um, but I don't know what I would do without that practice because it has been a game changer for me there. Um, so with social media, I plan it out as much as I can. I use Planoly. I again, I'm not the biggest social media fan as uh-huh. far as feeling like I need to show up every day and look at everyone else's highlight reel. Um, I do try to support other friends and all the things on social, but I like to spend my time in real life. So I just post um, as I can and give myself grace with that. I don't try to keep up with what everyone else is doing Mm -hmm. because these this time with my children, it goes so fast. And I'm I'm seeing that already again with the 12 year old. So I'm really just trying to embrace that um, intentional time. Um, Let me see what else. Just planning out social media is, you know, definitely helps making sure I have a program. So a lot of things are automated for me there. Mm. And then just making sure my calendar is just always tight so that I know where I need to be and where I have time or not time to do, you know, certain things. Definitely. Okay. So it sounds like you've got a really good mix of Google Calendar that is sort of at the core of it all. That is the the dashboard of everything, the source of truth of where your time is going. I love the fact that you have color codes for each of your family members. I can absolutely see doing that once my girls actually start to have activities. I mean, Camilla's three and Elizabeth is only one. So we're, we're not in that activity phase yet. We actually did one dance class and never went back because (laughs) we got to the parking lot for the second class and really like refused to get out of the car. And I was like, okay, that's fine. No, Word is class. Yep. But I do. I love that you have the color codes. Um, Alexandra Borgard back in episode 120 talked about her color coding system. And it was really great because what she reminded all of us is that we carry so much cognitive load. We are constantly taking in information and mm-hmm. thinking and doing. And so when you've got a color code and you see that, oh, purple means my 12-year-old you don't even have to read the words to know, okay, that's my 12 year old. And green is your seven year old. You're like, that's my seven year old. Right. Um, I love it. And so it just, it just makes things so much easier. Like you said, working smarter, not harder. Some people might think color coding is silly and 
like Game cutesy. Changer, y'all. No, y'all, it is functional. It, it is, is so functional. I mean, even, even another trick that I've been doing recently, because I do a lot of podcast interviews, is I'll put the podcast or that I'm doing or the speaking engagement I'm doing, if it's video, if it's um, just recording audio, I'll color coordinate that. So mm-hmm. I'll know, mm-hmm. do I need to show up? Right. <laughs> It's, um, so it's it's a peach color. <laughs> if I'm like, oh, it's, you know, they're not going to see me, then it's a different color. Because uh-huh. then that helps me know, do I need extra time to prepare for the day? Do I yep. need to block off? The-? It's, I mean, you can get very, you know, Girl, detailed I, here. <laughs> I do the same thing. Anytime yeah. I'm doing something with a video or a presentation like that, it's bright yellow. So I'll remember, okay, I got to put my face Rise on. I got to like, do it. I got to be like <laughs> camera ready. Um, so yeah, gotta, it's like bright yellow. <laughs> Rise and shine, like yeah. get it together. <laughs> I'm not going to miss it. I also love that you mentioned that you try to automate as much as possible. Like you're automating with Dubsado. I use Dubsado too. Um, and for those of you who aren't familiar, Dubsado and HoneyBook are two platforms that basically help you track clients, send invoices, send contracts, send proposals. You can schedule through them. They really are these amazing tools that, I remember back in the day, I was creating invoices in Microsoft Word and then yes. saving them as a PDF yes. and, and then, then sending them over. I look, I'm 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 older than you. I would have to send them in a in a mail. And when I was a wedding planner and a have mail. my the mail and have my client sign the contract, and I would be like, oh my gosh. There's a there's a contract with a check inside. So then I go to a the check. bank to check it. Not even on the phone. Like, uh, yeah, dinosaur. So uh, okay. now, and then I got excited when we could just e-signatures, like, mm-hmm. you know, Adobe sign. And then now we have Dubsado where they can click right away. I'm like, thank you, Lord, for these these yeah. transitions. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Lord, for these tools that you have blessed me yes, with. Yes, because they were um, crazy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, that's great. And so I, I hope that, like, If you're listening, what you're taking away from this is that any opportunity that you can find to create an automation or have something else do it for you, that's just going to be you getting your time back. You don't get business bonus points for doing things manually. You, I mean, you don't, you, you lose time, you get bogged down in the details. And then, um, I think you, you speaking to social media, you know, it's something that those of us who are in business, whether you're a realtor or a coach or you're in the wedding industry, or even if you work in marketing for a for a company and you're doing social media for a company, you don't have to be in it all the time. Right. You can look like you're in it without being in it and still mm-hmm. use it to engage when you want to. So thank you for bringing up that point. Because again, I think people assume that when you have a business, it looks like doing everything all the time right Um, unless the person is live they're most likely a lot especially the people that we look up to and admire mm -hmm. they have a team so -hmm. at some point they're recording a lot of content and then they're scheduling and trickling and dripping it out yeah so i'm i've learned that like they're not literally showing up every day they're they're having someone schedule it for them and then it just spreads out over the next couple of weeks Mm-hmm. So I started adapting those practices and it's just been, I've been able to get back a lot of time that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get back a lot of time so you can put it where you want to. Mm-hmm. 
So I, I want to shift gears really quickly to the concept of living well-rounded. Uh, when I had the opportunity to sit in on your workshop at Creative at Heart Round 10, that was a big part of the conversation and living well-rounded is a really big part of your message. And so mm -hmm. I was hoping that you could tell me what living well-rounded means to you. Oh man, I love this question. So the thing about living well-rounded, I always say that it is a lifestyle mm -hmm. and it is a practice and something that is always going to be evolving based off of whatever season of life we are in. The idea of work-life balance to me, I feel like it doesn't exist. And I'm going to say to me, because some people to the day they die, they're going to be trying to do work-life balance. But I learned early on that it is not possible for me to put my family on the same playing field as work. Mm -hmm. I, my family is always going to come before work. And so instead of trying to balance work and life and make them equal, I just came up with a concept of, you know what, let me give myself some grace and just have a life that feels well-rounded and fulfilled, mm -hmm. which means just finding the rhythm and what works. And so we mentioned creative at heart, and I'll give an example there. As I was preparing to speak at creative at heart, that meant that I needed more hours at my desk to work on what I was going to say, to present to the amazing group of ladies. And so my family knew that I needed to kind of step back and just really be present head down with work. But as soon as I came back from Creative at Heart, work was done and I was able to be more present with them. And so it's literally like switching gears and putting your energy and time towards the area that needs you the most um, in either particular season. It can just be for the day. It can be for the week, whatever it is, but not... Uh, giving, you know, giving into the pressures of having to do it all at the same time, like mm -hmm. eight hours of work, then I'm going to go home, then I'm going to do four hours of laundry to rinse, repeat. No, some days you may not have to need to do laundry at all. Give yourself some grace. <laughs> if it means that you can get more hours back talking to your kids, seeing how their their day is going, and then, you know, maybe tomorrow it's going to look a little different. And so living well-rounded to me is just putting the right people in place, the right systems in place, the tools so that I can serve my clients well, I can serve my family well, but most importantly, I can serve myself well and take care of myself in the process. And mm -hmm. so I just always encourage people to do some hard work to determine what their version of living well-rounded is, making a list of the things and the people that matter most to you. And then from there, you can determine how you want to allocate your time in these buckets that are important to you. If you know you need more date nights with your spouse because you've looked at your calendar and all you see is work, 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 Mm -hmm. then take the initiative to do that. If you need a date with your kids, which I love and encourage to go get ice cream, to just talk about how things are going, then maybe you block off time on that calendar to not take any client meetings so that right after school, you can spend that one-on-one -on -one time with each of your children, which I also think is important because mm -hmm. they're individuals. So one-on-one -on -one time with each kid is also important to me as well. But I like to treat the time with my family with the same respect that I would with an important business meeting or client. Mm -hmm. So try to put it on the calendar, try to block off the time, treat it as if it's an important meeting because these are the things that will matter, you know, years to come. So mm -hmm. living well-rounded is all about figuring out a rhythm, shifting gears, pivoting, and popping the right people in place so that you don't always have to be everywhere at the same time trying to juggle all the balls in the air. Mm-hmm. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? 
You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDKornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, in all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you wanna know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDKornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. Oh my goodness. So the, the very last thing that you mentioned there was putting the right people in the right place. And... I think a lot of times we feel like as business owners, as women, as parents, that if we're not doing it ourselves, then it doesn't count. And it sounds like that you don't believe that. Absolutely not. Because if I did all the things that needed to happen in my business and then 100% of the things that needed to happen at home, you would find me passed out on the corner somewhere just trying to figure it all out. It's not hot. Like shaking in a corner. Yeah, literally <laughs> like an insane, like a just mental place because <laughs> you just would be mentally depleted. And mm -hmm. so for myself, you know, we have someone that works in our home twice a week because my first hire wasn't someone that was in my actual business. It was someone to help me in my home. And so mm -hmm. I call her my well-rounded life liaison and she's literally an extension of me. So things that I would do in the house, she's able to take off of my plate so that I do have more time for my children. I do have more time in my business and I'm not, I don't feel guilty about that anymore. Mm -mm. And so a lot of people don't know, but I also suffer from a chronic condition called fibromyalgia. And for myself, it was a situation where I was physically debilitated and I couldn't show up, but things still needed to happen and get yeah. done. So I had to surrender and say, okay, Lord, what are you trying to teach me here in this season? And what I learned in the beginning of my diagnosis is that it's okay to ask for help. Yeah, It's okay to just have people to help you and be okay with that because I now see it as me pouring into another family, mm -hmm. pouring into another female who's a contractor and who you know runs her business the way she does. And it's a win-win across the board. So 
hire in your home if you have to. If it's cleaning, if it's cooking, if it's lawn, whatever it is, reclaim your time, get those hours back so that you can put it in your business, in your home or whatever buckets that you need to put your attention to. So no shame in my game at this point, but it took a, you know a little bit to get here. So I just want people to not feel the guilt to think like, oh, my mom did it or my dad did it and they didn't mm -hmm. have help. But most likely your parents weren't working a nine to five and trying to start a new business and raising kids in mm -hmm. the middle of a pandemic mm -hmm. with a whole lot of things going on. And so times have changed. Yeah. So it's okay to shift our mindset as well. So I, I don't think, well, my mom was a single parent and she had four of us, but she also did not have multiple businesses and a lot of other things as well. So this is my way. That was her way. And this way works for me. Mm -hmm. You hit the nail on the head. Times have changed. So time management has to change too. Mm -hmm. The way that we structure our lives, the help that we ask for in this, in, in this world is different from the help that our parents would have needed 20 years ago. Right. And so that is, that's so true. Uh, so I, I love that you bring that up. And when it comes to making a hire, you're right. So often we we just look at the business side, but we're not just business people, we're whole people. Mm -hmm. And so really zooming out and looking about the life that you want to create that includes a business, you're right. That might involve making your first hire in the home to outsource. Oh, yes. that's that's brilliant and you tell me what again what you call her you're living well-rounded yeah she's so she's my uh well-rounded life liaison ah. i didn't have a name i'm like well, what do i call you because <laughs> you know you're not a house manager you're not a you're not a maid you're not a not a mother's lady. helper necessarily not a mother's helper but it's little it's errand running it's um meal prep it's hey can you organize this pantry it's random things can you go take this to the post office Things that will literally eat at my day, yeah. like 30, stealing and robbing hours of my day is now something that I have someone help me with. Um, and it works. It, it, it's, we're almost, we're going on year five of this wow. same person. Yeah, it works. That is amazing. I feel like as a result of this podcast episode, we're going to have people hiring well-rounded life liaisons all over the place. Yeah. And I'm here for it. Yes. And anybody listening, reach out to me uh, if you have any questions about it. I'm an open book and all the things, how we found her and, and all the things there. So I'm happy to help. That is awesome. So, okay. Living well-rounded is about making sure that you have created a life that supports what matters most to you. Absolutely. Okay. And that sounds like a dream for a lot of people who are, are probably listening right now. But for those who are listening and thinking, my life is a hot mess, I'm totally overwhelmed, how do I get from point A, where I am right now, feeling like it's all work, or maybe it's all family and I have no time for work, how do I get to that point B, where I am actually living well-rounded? It takes time, and uh, you have to give yourself some grace along the way, which is you know so important. And little by little, you're not going to have to, you're not going to change things, everything overnight, but how can you still back buckets of your time? Mm -hmm. If you do have things on your calendar and you open it up and it doesn't feel like it's going to make or break, take it off the calendar 
and then plug in more of the good stuff, the things that make you excited. Is mm-hmm. it, you know, girls night to get cocktails, date night? Is it you're going to yoga class or going to church, whatever it is, just start plugging in just little bits of things that bring you more joy. And then it'll just kind of balance things out a little bit better there. I think, um, you know, I feel like it's a lot of noise. I just did a podcast episode on this noise and nonsense sometimes. Mm -hmm. And as a result, I just want you to take inventory of what feels noisy and what is just pure nonsense that, you know what, someone else can do it. Mm -hmm. I don't need to do it at all. I can delegate. I can take it off my plate and just start to just be more protective and set Mm -hmm. boundaries. Setting those boundaries and not always saying yes to everything also is a way to get some, you know, time back. I like I'm a work in progress. Been an entrepreneur for almost 16 years. And at this point, uh, it just took me realizing that life is too short. And mm-hmm. as a result, I need to just be more intentional with mm-hmm. my time as I move forward. So uh, plan it out. Schedule the things that matter most to you and just say no. And I promise you, you will not regret it when you do set those boundaries. Just say no to noise and nonsense. Mm-hmm. That's literally a new mantra in the whole podcast episode that I just did. I love that. We'll have I'll have to link to that episode in the show notes so y'all can check that out. So you can start saying no to noise and nonsense mm-hmm. as well, because that's wonderful. Yes. So I, there's one last thing that I have that I've been thinking about in the concept of living well-rounded you know it's 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 actually really cool when I was in high school I remember saying my goal is to be as well-rounded as possible so as a result like I was I did a little bit of everything so my version my idea of being well-rounded as a high schooler was doing as many different things as possible. And then when I got to college, I I continued that. I was in so many clubs and I did student government, sorority and this and that and all of these things. But I started to notice that I was going like an, an inch deep and a mile wide, if that makes sense. Like I wasn't going all in mm-hmm. on really anything because I had this idea that being well-rounded meant doing a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And so then I started to notice that other people were like specializing mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. and they were, they were becoming known for certain things um, and that they were seeing success because they were going all in. And it started to make me wonder, am I getting this well-rounded thing all wrong? Hmm. So, and even in business, we're told to niche down and go all in in one area. So how, how is that, how does that work? How is that different? How can we specialize, but still be well-rounded? Oh man, this is such a great question. Um, And I think a lot of people will have different answers, but, and that's great and fine because we're all different. Um, I've learned like in the wedding space that a lot of us creatives are very multi-passionate. We like to do a lot of different things and that's okay. But I do feel that you want to be known as the go-to person that specializes in X and Y. When I think of you, Anna, I know you're the girl that is all about time, productivity, time management, and that's where you thrive. And so I know where to go 
and who a great resource is for said thing because you walk the walk and you, you specialize in it. Um, and I think that is that is amazing. But there may be another side of you that you may like doing other activities, hobbies and whatever. I think you can do all of those things. But I do feel that you can maybe build your time management company and do all that and having help in the background, be the face of it, be in it. But it doesn't mean that you should not be able to do book club if you want to and being team mom and doing those things are fine. I think that we should have a lot of things that bring us joy. But I do think it would be great to be known as the go-to person that specializes in this, this, this and that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I live a well-rounded life and, you know, people know I'm the living well-rounded gal, mm-hmm. but I also love to travel. We travel often. I love being present with my kids. I love running a business and speaking. I'm not going to cut all those things out just to pour all into the living well-rounded mission. Mm-hmm. No, those other things make up my well-rounded life and make up who Jemira is as a person. So yes, I specialize in what my mission is and what my passion is in some way, but I'm also get excited about these other buckets. And so I just have to learn how to manage the time and knowing when to hit pause on one thing to pick up another thing, but just having that one main thing uh, as my, uh, I'm gonna call it like pillar where kind of yeah. people know, you know, yeah. what, what I do, but I'm never going to stop doing the other things that make you know make me that makes life worth living it and you know what we got going on and some people will say you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket you should do a whole bunch of different things but I honestly feel like it's going to shift and change based off of whatever season of life that you're in and Mm -hmm. that's okay definitely it's okay that's a that's a wonderful clarification because living well-rounded doesn't mean spreading yourself too thin Mm -mm. And putting, you know, your eggs in a whole bunch of different baskets just for the sake of spreading things out. Instead, it's really zeroing in on, like you said, what matters most, creating your rhythm, knowing that it will change and evolve as time changes and life changes, and always going back to building, building your life around what matters most to you. Let's go back really quickly, though, to that analogy about eggs in one basket. So if you mm-hmm. imagine a basket and, you, and eggs, living well around it, when I feel like looking at it visually, it can mean taking out some things in the basket and putting it down and then maybe picking up another egg that may be laying around and putting it in. Or it could be taking out three eggs if it means that this feels good and this feels right. Uh-huh. So it's OK to take out, put back in, toss it all in together it's okay. It, it's it's fine if it's what brings you contentment and brings you joy. There mm-hmm. are no rules to this thing. The yeah. only rule we have is to do what feels like it's important and it's a priority and everyone around you feels the love and you don't feel burnt out and stressed out in the process. That's it. That's it. Well, Jamira, like, thank you so, so much for everything that you have shared today about your thoughts on living well-rounded, how you do it, clarifying, you know, what what exactly living well-rounded can look like day-to-day. The fact that we're in the driver's seat, we get to decide. Right. We're in charge. We don't have to do what the world or society or what Instagram tells us that we should do in terms of building our lives. We get to choose. We get to pick the eggs in our basket. 
And so thank you for being such a model and an example and being someone who really, you practice what you preach, you just the way that you serve your clients and help them create the life that they want is just, is just amazing. And so I'm so glad that you do what you do and that we've met and how can everyone stay in touch with you so that they can continue to learn from you and be inspired by you? Well, first of all, thank you for all the kind words. This is truly an honor to be on your podcast because I love it so much. Um, I am blessed to have a name that is very unique. So jermire.com is where you can find all the things that I have working and some fun things that are coming soon. And then on Instagram, uh, my handle is at I am living well rounded. So come say hi. Let me know you listen to the episode and let's be friends over on the gram. I love that. And I'll be sure to link all of that in the show notes so you can head over there and click over and stay in touch. Well, thank you again so much for your time. Uh, I'm so thankful for you and I look forward to talking with you soon. Love it. Thank you, Anna. Thank you. And there you have it. Okay. I seriously need my own well-rounded life liaison. I love that concept and hope to have my very own life liaison soon. I love conversations like this that open your eyes to new ideas and strategies that work well for others so you can find opportunities to implement bits and pieces in your own life. I hope you're feeling just as inspired as I am. You can find links to the productivity tools that Jamira mentioned, as well as links to her podcast and more by visiting the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 131. And before you go, let me tell you about next week's episode. Next week's episode, episode 132, is all about getting your hands dirty, being patient, and waiting for good things to pop up. It's about gardening and what gardening can teach you about productivity. I'm excited about this one. It's a little different, so be sure to tune in next week. I'll see you then. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.